This is another episode of The Blossom Podcast, your number one source for everything bariatric surgery, from pre-op to post-op. Registered dietitian Alex Conception gives you real, raw tips and motivation through your journey. This is The Blossom Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome back to The Blossom Podcast. I hope you had a wonderful long weekend and great week. I hope you enjoyed yourself, but if you enjoyed yourself too much, just remember, it's okay. You will get back on track. It's not the end of the world. Just remember why you started. But today, I want to talk to you about hydration. I've been talking about hydration all day long, so I decided to jump on here and share some really pertinent insights and how important it is to stay hydrated. So if you are early on in your uh, journey or if you haven't had your surgery yet, just remember the number one reason for readmission to the hospital post-bariatric surgery is dehydration, okay? The number one reason for readmission to the hospital post-bariatric surgery is dehydration. So for the first couple weeks after surgery, I don't care if you have a single calorie or a single gram of protein as long as you are getting hydrated, okay? Now, as you may know, or if you don't know, it will be difficult, okay? You're obviously restricted. You just had surgery, and even farther down the line, you are still restricted. You have a smaller uh, stomach, the, a small pooch, and basically in the beginning, six ounces may take an hour to consume, okay? So... Let that sink in. Six ounces may take an hour to consume. So you will be sipping diligently throughout the day. And that is the secret to success, is sipping diligently throughout the day, okay? Now, in the very beginning, 48 ounces is good. I do want you to strive to get at least 48 ounces. But after two weeks, I do want you to get more than 64 ounces or at least 64 ounces, okay? 64 ounces is the minimum that I want you to get to feel good about getting hydrated, especially in the summertime, especially if you live in places like Las Vegas, Arizona, these crazy, dry, heat-ridden places. We need to make sure that we are getting more than 64 ounces, and it will impact your healing. It will impact your uh, metabolism. It will impact your ability to lose weight because when you are um, low in water, when you are dehydrated, your body will hoard water, okay? You will hold on to water as much as it can because it is that important. Now, a couple tips that you may want to know, I guess, to help stay hydrated. Like I said, you will have to sip diligently throughout the day and um, you may want to set a reminder every half hour, every hour, set a reminder to, to sip on something just or make, make your ringtone or make your text tone sip, 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 just to remind you. Because if you were a very poor water drinker before surgery, this isn't going to change. It might even make it even harder. So you will have to be more mindful because you won't be able to chug. You won't be able to catch up. Okay. You will have to sip diligently otherwise you're going to end up in the hospital okay and two things are going to happen you're going to get an iv and you're going to get a wasted day so 
be diligent about it. Have something available all the time. Have a tumbler, have a flask, and sip every half hour, every hour, okay? Also, what you can do is you have an app. There are so many apps right now. I use the WaterMinder. You can just click on that. That way you can you can set the... the um, the amount of volume per click. So if you want to do like two ounces every time you sip or one ounce, you can just click on it. So it slowly, slowly adds up. Or if you know that your tumbler is 20 ounces, by the time you finish it, you can clock that 20 ounces. Another tip is freezing, you know, like like a, um, uh, make like a chrysolite drink or something like that. And put it in a popsicle mold you can purchase from Amazon for like $5 and that way, it's like you're eating as well. You know, you're sucking on something, but it's actually going to aid in your hydration. Same thing goes with the protein shakes. Having something that will be liquid throughout the day and will still get you amino acids, get you the protein, it's going to be really, really beneficial. So make sure you are diligent about that. One of the biggest questions I've been getting right now, though, because it is evident that hydration is important and is also evident that people struggle to get hydrated. Okay, so one product very very frequent nowadays is called uh, like iv powders okay and you can get on amazon they're getting marketed at costco and all of the grocery stores iv powders and the marketing shows that basically four bottles can turn into eight bottles wrong 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 it will it does not work that way okay these are basically electrolytes and it will help absorb utilize the water but it's not going to actually turn four ounces into eight ounces or 16 ounces into 32 ounces you need to still physically get those ounces consumed in your body okay so yes it can help it's going to help with the flavor it will help with the absorption make sure you're going to get that those electrolytes because they are important as well but it's not going to substitute the actual volume of fluids okay another Frequently asked question will be, do my shakes, do my protein waters count towards fluids? Yes. Yes, they do. All those fluids will count towards the fluid that you need for hydration. Okay. And my argument is that if you were, let's say you had kidney disease and you are uh, fluid restricted, that doesn't mean you can still drink protein shakes. That still counts as fluid. Okay. And it will affect you and it will affect your hydration and the amount of fluid that processes through your bodies, processes through your kidneys things like that. So yes, get it all in. It will be easier in the beginning if you're struggling to drink the protein waters versus the protein shakes. And that's just because the protein waters are still a clear liquid, but it will be just as easy as water, but you will still gain the benefits from the amino acids and the protein, things like that. Okay. So 64 ounces, that's what we want. Sip diligently throughout the day. The IV powders do not double your your hydration or uh, double the amount of fluid that you're drinking. And yes, all the fluids count towards your hydration. Okay. Um, last thing, another thing to be aware of is the caffeine. In the beginning, I don't I don't like to introduce caffeine because it is a diuretic. It increases the the uh, risk of dehydration, assuming you are drinking very very little. But when you can drink 64 ounces of fluid, I'm okay with you drinking caffeine. That's the rules that we have at the at the clinic. That's the rules that I stand by, and that's just to make sure that, you know, we set a standard on hydration. But there's no time limit, okay? It's not like, oh, after 30 days I can have caffeine. It's, you know, when you are adequately hydrated, and of course, if you can tolerate, then by all means, go for it, okay? But that is pretty much it. 
that is the gist on hydration that I want to get across for the frequently asked questions. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Okay, and stay hydrated. Take care. Peace. This was another episode of The Blossom Podcast. For more motivation and future episodes with Alex, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any life-changing moments. 